Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, and today it would seem that all odds are against his friend Lois Lane. We'll join him and the girl reporter in just a moment. But right now, let's stand by for a word with Dan McCullough. The other afternoon, I happened to be over at Pee-wee's house when uh, his big brother, Jim, dropped in unexpectedly. Jim, you know, is a lieutenant in the Army Air Forces. Well, uh, just about the first thing Jim said, after he'd said hello to the family, of course, was, Say, uh, Pee-wee, where'd you get that button with the three golden planes on it? That's the insignia of my squadron, the 402nd. And uh, after Pee-wee told him he got that swell-looking button and lots of others, too, as prizes from Kellogg's Pep, well, Jim was mighty pleased. Uh, he said all the Air Force men like their younger brothers and sisters and friends to know those insignia and uh, to know what squadrons they stand for. So, gang, it looks like a good idea to get busy on your collection right now. Make sure you get all of the first series and the second series, too. You know, the second series has the insignia of eight Army Air Squadrons seven Navy Air Squadrons, three Marine Air Squadrons, plus four warplanes. And every single button is made of real long-lasting metal, enameled clear white, the insignia is showing up sharp as anything, in brilliant red and yellow and blue and black. Now, how you get these buttons is important. Uh, you can't buy them. You don't send in any money for them, not even a box stop. But you do ask Mom to get a package or two of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Then, look inside for your prize, an exciting insignia or warplane button. You'll find a button in every package. Remember the name, it's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. And now, the adventures of Superman. Lois Lane's startling, almost twin-like resemblance to Dixie Lamar, member of a notorious confidence ring and accused of murder, has placed the young Daily Planet girl reporter deep in the shadow of the electric chair. A dangerous web of circumstantial evidence has been woven about Lois by Dr. Bly, cunning leader of the confidence ring. And she is now being held in the city jail, charged with the crime Dixie Lamar committed. While the famous Batman combs the amusement park outside Metropolis, where Lois's trouble started, Clark Kent and Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet, are at the city jail. Following an unsatisfactory discussion with Inspector Henderson, chief of police, they have been permitted five minutes alone with Lois in her cell. As they enter, and the barred door clangs shut behind them, Lois, seated on her cot, looks up, dazed and uncertain. Clark! Mr. White! Oh, you poor kid, what have they done to you? They... they keep saying that... Oh, God. No, no, no. There's nothing to worry about, Lois. Believe me. I'll fight this to the Supreme Court. I'll spend every cent I've got on every cent the planet's got. You see, we're all behind you. One hundred percent. If that horse's neck Henderson thinks he can get away with this, he's crazy. Well, we've only got five minutes, Chief. Don't waste them getting mad at Henderson. I don't have to get. I am. Lois. Yes. We want you to tell us everything that happened tonight from the time you left the Daily Planet office. 
I, I don't remember everything. All right, then as much as you do remember. Well, Jimmy and Dick and I went to Playland. The amusement park? Yes. Oh, who's Dick? I know, it's Dick Grayson. Go on, Lois. We, we got into a boat, and uh, uh, there was a dark tunnel, and, and skeletons... Well, what's she talking about? The River of Horrors, one of the amusement park inspectors. Yes, Lois. And then, then someone grabbed me. I tried to scream, but there was a, a cloth on my mouth. It, it was sweet, terribly sweet. Chloroform. I couldn't move, but I could hear voices. And there were two men. They carried me through a narrow place with a, a low ceiling. Yes. And, uh, and then everything went black. That's all you remember? No. There was a house and a man named, named Happy... He played a phonograph, a piano. He played a phonograph and a piano? No, the record. It was a piano record. Oh. Where was this house? I don't know, but I could see the lights. Lights? What? The lights. The, the lights, the, you the know. The amusement park lights? Yes. Oh. And then, then another man came. And the first one. Then the phonograph was... Happy? Yes, he called the other one dark. Uh-huh. I tried to get to the window, Claude, but they stopped me. That's all. What do you mean, that's all? Well, that's all I remember until I brought me here. Well, how did you get to the Red Devil? What? The what? Red, Red Devil, Lois. That's where the police picked you up. That's the Red Devil Cafe. I don't know. Look, is, is that your dress you're wearing? My dress? Yes, it's red. Red? I don't have any red dresses. Oh, what about the mink coat? Mink coat. You were wearing a mink coat when the police arrested you, Lois. Oh, that's funny. I don't see anything funny about it. A mink coat. Oh, that's very funny. And she's not uh, right. Lois. Yes? Did you ever hear the name Dixie Lamar? Dixie who? Lamar. L-A, I guess. Capital N-A-R-R. I can't remember. You've got to remember, Lois. Dixie Lamar. Dixie... I can't. Can't she say? Now, you better let me call it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Lois, I want you to pay close attention to what I'm going to tell you because it's important. Do you understand? Yes, I do. Good. Now, to begin with, the police are holding you for murder. Oh, I... Murder? Clark, did you say murder? Yes, they claim you're the Dixie Lamar who shot and killed a federal agent in a hotel lobby. But that's ridiculous. Now, let me finish. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They found the murder gun in your apartment with your fingerprints on it. They found the key to a safe deposit box containing $60,000 in cash. You know that I have no... And they found some telegrams from a notorious gangster, now dead, addressed to Dixie Lamar. God, what are you talking about? Those things are facts, Lois. At least they were presented to us as facts. The gangster's name was Ace Scarlatti. You know him? I never heard of him. All right, let's go back a bit. Why did you refuse to tell me where you were going when you left the office early this evening? Yes, you did. You said something very important had happened to you while the chief, Jimmy, and I were up north. But you refused to tell me what it was. Something important. You also said I'd soon learn I wasn't as good a reporter as I thought I was. Did I say that? Well, now, you know you did, Lois. Oh, Kent, will you stop trying to pin her down? Well, chief, Can't I'm... you see she's not well? Are you totally blind? She's well enough to tell me why. As she left the office, she said, so long, Clark. See you in jail. What? You remember that, Lois? No, I... I don't. Well, if she did say it, she was just kidding. Yes, I must have been kidding. I wonder. Well, what's that? Never mind, never mind. 
Now, if these two men you mentioned, Happy and... and uh, Doc. Doc, yes, Happy and Doc. Did either of them have white hair and wear dark glasses? No, that was Mr. Hemingway. No, who's Mr. Hemingway? He was, uh, he, he was the press agent at the amusement park. That's the bird we were chasing, Batman and I. When was this? Earlier this evening. How did you happen to meet this Mr. Hemingway, Lois? He, he was waiting for me. Where? At the amusement park. Well, did you have an appointment with no, him? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kent. Who do you think you are? The district attorney? I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this, Chief. Lois's answers are too vague. They'll never stand up in court. Court? Oh, who's talking about court? You heard what Inspector Henderson said. They've got an open and shut case. I'll open and shut him. Now, don't you worry, Lois. I'll get the best lawyer in the country. But I haven't done anything. Have I? All right, all right. Let, let's get back to Mr. Hemingway. Did you have an appointment to meet him at the amusement park, Lois? I can't remember. Well, how is it you can remember some things and not others? I don't know. Well, that's no answer. If she doesn't know, she doesn't know. She's got to know in front of a jury. Will you stop talking about courts and juries and... Now, look, and... Chief, wait a minute, will you? Lois, the story doesn't make sense. There's something phony about it. Oh, 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 I get it. You think she's guilty. What? You think she murdered Don't put guy. words into my mouth. All I said was... Mr. Kent. Oh, our time up? No, you still got a minute, but a phone call came in for you. For me? Yeah. From the Batman. Oh, yes? He said to get to the River of Horrors at the amusement park as fast as you can. Anything else? Yeah. He said to tell you he thinks he's got the case broken. If you hurry. You bet I'll hurry. Let me out of here. Ignoring Lois and Perry White, Clark Kent hurries from the city prison and, under the cover of darkness, assumes his true role of Superman, then wings with the speed of light for the amusement park. What has Batman uncovered? We'll know in a moment. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, gang, over the weekend might be a good time for you to take stock of your collection of insignia and warplane buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. You know, you ought to check over your collection often and see how you're coming along with this new second series. And if you have any duplicates to exchange them with your friends, uh, see if you can still identify all the uh, squadron insignia, too. You don't want to forget, for example, that the man in the old-fashioned bathing suit, diving with a bomb in his hand, stands for the Army 306th Bombardment Squadron. Or that the design of the golden bomb on a blue field, surrounded by stars and lightning bolts, is the lucky insignia of Navy Patrol Squadron 23. Or that the clenched red fist with wings belongs to the Army 48th Bombardment Squadron. You see, you want to be able to identify any of these insignias if you should see it on an Air Force man's uniform. And you want to be sure to collect them all, the whole first series and the 22 different buttons in the second series. But remember, there's only one way you can get these keen-looking buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. You can only get them as prizes in packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. So, better ask Mom to get you some pep tomorrow. Then, look inside for your prize. One of these dramatic-looking insignia or warplane buttons. There's a button in every package of P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. An urgent message from Batman has brought Clark Kent back to the amusement park where the mysterious set of circumstances that have involved Lois in a murder charge first began. In the shadows of the imitation lighthouse rising above the River of Horrors concession, Batman tells Kent what he has discovered. Well, after you left, Kent, I scoured the park looking for that bird with the white hair and the dark glasses. Did you locate him? No, but I stumbled on something else. Oh, what? The owner of the River of Horrors. A bird named Joe Hanson is mixed up in this field. How do you know? I watched him. He evidently knew one of the skeletons along the river had been rigged up to snatch Miss Lane out of the boat. 
Because less than a half hour ago, he went back through the tunnel with a phony skeleton to fix it again. He did, eh? When he came out, I followed him up into that phony lighthouse. Uh-huh. This bad outfit of mine must have frightened him because he started to spill all he knew. Good work. Oh, now, wait a minute. That's only half of the story. Before he told me anything important, he changed his mind and pulled a gun. What? I had to grapple with him and knock him out. Oh, good. There was no phone there, so I tied him up, gagged him, and went up to call you at the city jail because I was afraid to chance it carrying him out of there alone. He's up there now? Yes. I've been watching it closely. No one's gone in or out. That little door there is the only entrance. Okay, let's go. You lead the way. Anyone around? No, nobody we have to worry about. All right, follow me. There's a short winding staircase and a room at the top of it. I guess Hanson used it as an office. Mm-hmm. I noticed a desk and a typewriter. Okay, here we are. You better take another look around. All clear. All right, here we go. Close the door behind you. Right. Hey, where's the light coming from? It's the room at the head of the stairs. I left it on. Oh, I'll be careful here. It's a loose board on one of the steps. I almost broke my neck coming down. I see it. Kent, where do you suggest we take Hanson? I know. You think he'll talk? I know he will. He's just the kind of half-baked rat who'll squeal to save his own skin. If he hadn't remembered that gun in his desk drawer, I would have gotten the whole story out of him. Okay, here we are. That's the room. <laughs> See? He's just where I left him on the floor. Yes. But I don't think he'll talk. Well, what do you mean, Kent? It's a little difficult for a man to talk... With a knife in his back. What? Particularly when he's dead. Stepping into the room, Clark Kent and Batman circle the bound and gagged figure on the floor. In the light of a green-shaded desk lamp, they can see the curved bone handle of a hunting knife protruding from between Joe Hansen's shoulder blades. Evidently, someone else suspected Hansen was about to talk. Someone who had a great deal to hide. Now what of Lois Lane accused of murder? How can she possibly establish an alibi? Don't miss next week's exciting episodes when Lois goes on trial for her life. When Superman finds himself unable to break the cunning web woven by the master criminal, Dr. Bly. When finally, in desperation, Superman, Batman, and Robin join hands in a fight to the finish. Be sure to listen Monday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station. By the makers of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pet. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>